Hello, welcome to Two Real Idiots. I am one of your co-hosts, Ryan Peruzzi, and with me is my co-host, Alex Richmond. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. You're How doing about good? you? I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, should we explain our podcast maybe a little bit? Why we're even doing this? Sounds good um, to me. Me and Alex have known each other since we were about 13 years old, which makes us both feel extremely old as fuck when yep. you actually say that out loud. Yep. And we're both 30 <laughs> years old now. Uh, <laughs> it hurts my knees just <laughs> um, And, uh, uh, we met each other in class. We had a couple classes you know, together, I, and we just kind of met through there, and... I have no idea if that's even true anymore. No, no, we had some so classes. We had some, we had some <laughs> classes together. Um, I think we shared our love of Fable, actually. Was it really? I think it was our love of Fable <laughs> that kind of got, got us talking, because we were both playing it. Um, that's what I remember. Who yeah. knows if that's actually true? Yeah. Only the history books will tell us. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, me and Alex both love our TV. We both love our video games, and we uh, we love our movies, especially our genre horror movies. Yep. Uh, that is uh, definitely going to be a huge part of this podcast. Is talking about a lot of just genre movies for the most part. We might we might talk about some. Uh, Oscar-y Beatty movies once in a while, but I think for the most part, we're just gonna try to have fun with this. So, let's get into the news, shall we? Sounds good. Alright, so, with the news segment, we're just gonna be talking about mostly video game, movie, and TV news. I don't think we're gonna ever announce, like, oh, this new band came out with a new album. Let's talk about the track list. I don't think that's ever gonna happen here. You never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. Or a new book, like, oh, how many pages is this book going to be? Like, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> wow, the hard-hitting news. <laughs> Alright, so, first newscast, and this kind of broke out, I think like a week and a half ago, Last of Us on HBO to come in 2023. Mm -hmm. um, I honestly thought this was going to be a late 2022 show. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I, I don't know how I feel about it getting pushed out that far, but I think it's for the best in general. It um, is, it is. Um, plus, from what I understand, they're also going to be doing maybe an entirely separate episode with Sam and his brother. Okay. The two um, African-American characters that uh, show up in the middle of the game, and apparently they might get their own episode, which I would love, actually. Yeah. If Especially if Neil's writing it, and it's like... Those are his babies. Yeah. So, like, if he's writing that and we can get a little bit more, maybe how Salmon... It'd be cool to get the characters that come in to The Last of Us through Ellie and Joel, but we actually get to see their background more. Yeah. And I think, honestly, are we even going to get through the first game in the first season? You know, I, I don't know about I don't, that. I don't think we will. I think it's yeah. going to take two seasons. Yeah. And I think if they do go through with the whole first game... It's in the first season, it's going to feel a little rushed. It's going to feel rushed, but it's also going to feel like they're doing it for the, like, supposed remake of uh, the first one. That oh, yeah, they might want to line that up. Maybe maybe that's why it's actually getting pushed to 2023 a little yeah. bit. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's a deal going on yeah. with that. Because, um, hey, just because you finish filming something doesn't mean you have to put it on immediately. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's all we have to say for about that. Yeah. Um, so, uh... Alex, I actually want your opinion on this because you're way more of the Halo fan than I am. I loved Halo 1 through 3. 
I played four. I actually really enjoyed it, especially for Cortana's story, mm -hmm. particularly in that game I thought was um, really, really good. But we're going to see Master Chief's face for the first time in the show and not the games. How do we feel about this? Uh, it, it's kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, a little bit. <laughs> he said that as soon as I was taking a sip of water and I choked on it, so excuse me, everyone. Um. So, so, a little background on uh, what I've played. I've played through every single one of the games except for Infinite, actually, right now. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, I just, uh, I haven't gotten around to it yet, but um, I've There's also... a lot of things to watch and play right now. It's so true, <laughs> yeah. It's always something. But I, I've also uh, read a few of the books, and I mean, even then, they didn't even describe what Master Chief looked like. No, they don't. I, re I read The Fall of Reach when I was yeah. like 13 or something, and yeah, they don't really... From what I remember, it was a long time ago, from what I remember, yeah. they... He's white, I think. <laughs> I think that's literally. The I think only that's literally how they describe him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a white male. Yeah, and then bomb, you see bomb. the back of his head, and that's all you've ever seen of him. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't think that's the right move. It kind of tells me that maybe the people who are creating the show don't know the the, the games that well. Much. Yeah. Which, I mean, is fine, because... They got uh, the main actress for Cortana, though, to be honest. Yeah, in. yeah. That, that is a good choice. Um, and obviously, it's kind of hard to bring back some of the other voice actors. But I think, didn't they get, like, Ron Perlman for one of the roles? So that Oh, should God, be I don't even know. <laughs> I, I just one of those shows, like, when it pops up in Paramount Plus, I'm like, I'll watch this. Yeah. Like, I'm not looking too deep into it, because I'm just... My I fell off of Halo quite a bit ago, so like I just watched the trailer and I was kind of like, oh, this looks decent enough. The special effects, the elites look really cool. Mm -hmm, definitely. I think that I think that's the best part of the special effects, especially when they close up on them. I was like, ah, oh, it looks good. Yeah, it looked great. That was good. So yeah. I, I'm here's my thought about it. I saw some people on Twitter being like, I am not gonna watch this show. They've ruined it, and I'm like. You're gonna watch it. Yeah, that's you're gonna I, you're you're gonna watch it. But let's not kid ourselves here. You're yeah. going to watch it out of just morbid curiosity, if it, anything else. It's always the worst take to me is when you just freak out enough not to give something a chance. Yes, you might, you might end up actually finding something you really love out of it. I mean, I can't <laughs> speak for that because I refuse to watch Euphoria because <laughs> I've seen a few scenes. I'm like, I don't think this is for me. No, that's that's a fair that's a fair feeling. I think also, Alex, you know me. I don't think Euphoria is for me. Yeah. <laughs> that... <I don't... laughs> Yellow Jackets is my Euphoria. <laughs> Yeah, well, wait, have you gone through the effects of uh, cannibalism before? <laughs> I haven't, but I went through high school drama. That's true, that's true. And I'm not going to talk about the other things. Well, I mean, I've been through cannibalism. <laughs> oh, I okay. I, I forgot that you, you've been a couple of um, <laughs> members of your family. I forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next piece of news. Um... What a segue that was. Um, <laughs> uh, Bioshock movie going to Netflix. Alex, this is my rant now. <laughs> because fair enough, fair enough. I have two Bioshock posters on my wall right now. I've thought about getting a tattoo of Bioshock. I just haven't been able to fucking think of anything. 
I love Bioshock so much. I love Bioshock 1, and I even love Infinite, even though the weird internet turnaround on Infinite came out of nowhere over the last, like, ten years. Everyone's like, that game's bad. I'm like, no, it's not. It's great still. Um, I didn't even hear about that. I, I just... I, I'm on Twitter enough to see the weird discourse once in a while. Yeah. Um, I think... Bioshock going here is the the going to Netflix is the biggest mistake. I ooh, I like things from Netflix. I love Stranger Things. Um, I enjoyed Witcher season one, but Netflix movies? Yeah. Netflix movies? That's I'm worry. that's where I'm worried because like Bird Box was shit. Um, have you manked? Have I what? Have you manked? Have you watched Mank? I have not. You haven't manked yet. I, I don't, don't I even know what that is. Is that like the sequel to Monk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish it was. Honestly, uh, no. It's a David Fincher biopic about like um, oh, yeah. the Citizen Kane debauchery that happened with that. Okay. Um, and it's a black and white movie and. I like everyone involved with Mank, but I can't watch Mank because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, I just don't. Even though it's a David Fincher film, and I think we could both agree he is a top ten director. Definitely. Um, the, mo- the man's never made a flat-out bad movie. Mm-hmm. Even Alien 3. I find appreciation in Alien 3. Yeah. Um, but I am just not happy with this news. At fucking all. If it went to Amazon, if it went to Hulu, if it went to HBO Max, if it went to Paramount, I'd be fine. Yeah. But it's Netflix, and what have we learned from adaptions of Netflix in recent years? Besides Witcher. Death Note is bad. That's what I've learned. (laughs) But it's from a great director, too, so that's what even makes me scareder, because there was also... What was that one movie? The director of Nightcrawler did a movie... With Jake Gyllenhaal. Again. Oh, yeah, and he's like a 911 operator. No, 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 that's Ambulance. Oh. That's the one that's coming out with Michael Bay. This is a Netflix film. It's like... I want to say Velvet Budsaw? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that, that what that's I'm thinking what it's of? Called. Yeah, the horror movie that's artsy. Yeah, but yeah. guess what? Same director, same writers. Really? Everything is the same. But somehow, it was a piece of shit compared to Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is so fucking good, by the way. Yes, Watch Nightcrawler. It's, um, <laughs> it's the movie that made me realize that he would be a great Mysterio. Mm-hmm. I watched and I was like, he's going to be a great fucking Mysterio. He's going to be a great Quentin. Yeah. Be- Quentin, Quentin Beck? Yes. Okay, okay. I actually just watched that recently, so I can tell you definitively. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't, I've only watched that movie twice, so my... And also, Mysterio, just not one of my favorite Spider-Man villains really yeah kind he was so cartoony yeah he was so cartoony and the mcu well they did a such a fantastic job with his even though it's called barf and i actually was like that's kind of stupid um like this he's mad because his system is called barf yeah (laughs) i'm like that's a little much but i'll i want to pass yeah um Um, okay oh I, i was gonna say uh to add on to that, they are talking about the possibility that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. uh, since it's directed by Sam Raimi. Which I'm nervous about. Yeah, very nervous about, but they... Uh, I love Sam Raimi. Hold on. Let me just speak. I love Sam Raimi. 
the last movie he directed was Oz and the Great and Powerful. That was like ten fucking oh, no. years ago. <laughs> that was like ten years ago, and now he's going into a multiverse movie that he has to direct. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. That's that's. I'm cool. I'm hopeful because the trailer looked fucking rad as all hell. <laughs> yes. Um, we could probably talk about that trailer for the next two hours, just breaking that down, considering the what if mm-hmm. connections to that. But I love Sam Raimi, man. But my God, like those Spider-Man movies do not age the best. Yeah, but, but it seems way more modern, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't seem to be bringing that like '60s-ness. To his to a superhero movie again. It feels like he's learned a little bit from the trailer. Yeah. From the trailer, we we've watched great trailers and the movie turned out to be shit. Yeah, so it's which, true. Yeah, I but, mean Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad. Remember how great that trailer was? Yeah, it was pretty good. With Bohem, was it Bohem? It was with the Queen song. Yeah, it was Bohemian Rhapsody. It was Bohemian Rhapsody. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, um, what were you gonna say? though? I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. Uh, yeah, Sam Raimi's directing. Uh, but uh, he always has to have a Bruce Campbell cameo. And a, the original idea for Spider-Man 4 was oh, yeah. that Mysterio was going to be Bruce Campbell. Because he pops up everywhere, it's the same yeah. person. Yep, yep. Yeah. I remember that, and that would have been really fucking dope. Yeah, so he might be Mysterio in this one if he's going to show up. So that should be interesting. If he's a multiverse? Yeah. That could be cool. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I can actually... I could see that happening just because of... The way the MCU has given us so much just fan service lately. Like, why not just give us that? Yeah. Um, Street Fighter Six announced. Uh, this was announced a little while ago, but I feel like Street Fighter Five was around for so long. Yeah. <laughs> with the multiple editions. Um, it's cool. I really have nothing else to say about it. Yeah. But I'm happy the next one's coming out. Yep. Uh, Rollback Netcode. Uh, that's all I know about that. I, I don't know what that I'm means. I'm just waiting for Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> personally, personally, I'm waiting for Mortal Kombat because that's way more of my shit. Oscar Stupidness. This is the title I wrote for my note. Okay. I'm so fucking angry at this, Alex. So, apparently the Academy is not going to broadcast editing. The, one, the two I want to talk about the most are they're not going to show editing or original score. They're not going to broadcast those categories anymore. Along with a few others, but editing and score were the most notable ones to me. Wow. Editing is such a huge, crucial part of movies that I don't think people realize how crucial it is. Mm -hmm. Here's an example. Spoilers for Saw 7, by the way. Um, Sorry. (laughs) But this this is my example. In Saw 7, you see what's-his-name from Saw 1 live. He lived. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Every scene that was put in the beginning of Saw 7 with him could have been at the ending. Yeah. So and it would have been a better surprise. Yeah. It like, the way that that movie was edited could have been much better if they literally just put scenes forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by editing is so important, people really do not realize how important editing is. And we'll talk about that later with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um, <laughs> about how terrible the editing is in that movie. Yeah. Um, and then original score? <laughs> really? You're going to take out original score? Yeah, that's extremely important to every movie, just as much as editing is. Unless you're No Country for Old Men. 
Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's also a choice, and that was that was a choice. choice. That was a choice, and it was a yeah. brilliant choice for that yeah. movie, particularly because yeah. um, you don't even really realize there's no music until you're like, "Oh fuck, there's no music in this movie." Yeah, at all. It is all just whooshing sounds from the wind, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's better for that. I don't think we need to speak more on that, honestly. Yeah. Or do you have anything else that you want to say about it? No, I think uh, it's probably de- a developing story, because if there's enough pushback, I could see that being turned around. But Yeah, I now, can see that too, but yeah, especially score and editing. Maybe the other ones, I was like, I can see that. Maybe my costume design and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. I get it. Um, but score and editing are so crucial to films, and I don't think people really... Give it enough credit. Mm-hmm. I don't think people give editors enough credit. Is kind of what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just shouting out editors and <laughs> I'm just shouting out editors here. Um, my next news item is Evangeline Lilly is a fucking idiot. I can uh, concur on that one. <laughs> my God, Alex. White woman won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't. Help themselves. Also, Evangeline Lilly got a full-blown, like, Karen haircut. I don't know if you've seen this. She's got, like, short blonde hair now all of a sudden. She has... She's full... Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs would be very proud of her. She's (laughs) gone through her full transformation. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous, man. When is she gonna be removed from the MCU? Yeah. That's my actual... That's actually my question. So, I guess we should put some context to that, though. Uh, Yeah, she went to some anti-vax rallies and she was speaking out in terms of the Canadian truckers. Yeah. Because she is Canadian. Oh, I did not know that. She's Canadian. So she was speaking out in terms of the racist things that were speaking essentially in pro of everything that's anti-vax. Yeah. That's essentially what's happening here, and there's also some... I don't know what the thing with the truckers and the racism is. I I couldn't really find too many clear articles about it. Yeah, I don't know anything about the, the racism part. Yeah, I don't know about that either. That's yeah. why I, it was just kind of brought up in some Twitter. I was like, what is this? I know about the anti-vax shit, obviously. And I really couldn't find anything, so I'm like, I don't fucking know. But what we can for sure say, she went to anti-vax rallies. Mm-hmm. There's pictures of her there. Yep, and she's very, very proud of it. it very. Yeah. Very. Um, to the detriment of probably her career. Her career. Now. Her yeah. career. Which is unfortunate, but... Uh, I think I mean, she's I'm... a decent actress. I don't think she's great. Yeah. Um, But I also feel like... Girl, you did this at the wrong time. There's multiverse shit coming through, mm-hmm. so they can easily, yep, easily just kill her off and bring in another wasp yeah. from a different dimension, right? Yeah, it'll just be Ant-Man and the wasps from now on or something like that. Yeah, it's going to be the Ant-Mans <laughs> and the wasps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ants and the wasps, yeah. we'll, we'll see. But no, she will get fired eventually. It's a matter of when. Yeah. Not if. Yeah. Also, what's her name from Black Panther is also kind of on our same. Uh, I don't. I know can't remember his name, but uh, Shuri. She played Shuri. Talk. Talk for a Panther. second. I'll look it up. Talk for a okay. second. Yeah, it seems to be fairly prevalent uh, across a lot of different. Uh, and across articles. the MCU, yeah. weirdly. Yeah, and I don't really understand why that seems to be the issue, but. Le- Latita Wright. Gotcha. 
Yeah, she's also one of these people that's caused... From my understanding, she was injured on set, but I also think that might have been a cover-up for just her... Yeah. Anti-masking kind of things. I think there's a part of that that's also true. Yeah. Not completely. Yeah. Well, after mm. after it came out that she was anti-vax, it uh, also came out that a few of the roles for Black Panther 2 had been extended and became much larger roles. So, Well, what's his name from that one tribe can become the new Black Panther? Yeah. From, um, uh, from uh, Us. Yeah. And he's a really He's a great actor, fucking so. actor, and he's funny as shit. Yeah. Like, I would gladly take him as a new Black Panther. Gladly, mm -hmm. gladly, gladly. Like, I think Winston Duke. Yes, Winston Duke. Winston Duke. That's I just remembered his name off the top of my head. Um, Alright, I think that's... We talked about a lot longer than I thought we would, honestly. Um, <laughs> it's a weird one, and not probably expecting from Alex. The Law and Order reboot cast is kind of insane. Yeah. So we got Hugh Dancy from Hannibal, uh, who played Will Graham in Hannibal as a district attorney, which is kind of funny. He's like, I don't want to play a detective again. <laughs> and then we got Jeffrey Donovan as one of the detectives and I assume Anthony there's always two detectives in Law and Order mm -hmm. if I know anything about Law and Order is always two detectives yep so Anthony Anderson and Jeffrey Donovan Jeffrey Donovan you would know from Burn Notice mostly yeah the main character in he's the main character in Burn Notice who also was Bruce Campbell was in there as yep. we were talking about <laughs> earlier um that was a good show for a few years and it kind of fell off the fucking rails. Yeah, and it was like um, ten seasons long or something like that. I, I fell off after season fucking four, so I couldn't tell you. Like, I just lost interest because they introduced a new guy. I was like, I don't like this dude. Yeah. So I just dropped out. All right. I think that's all we need to say. I just thought that's a cool fucking cast. Mm -hmm. And I actually might actually tune in just to see um, those pretty awesome fucking actors. Yeah, definitely. All, all together. Uh, Pokemon, this is all broken out within the last two days, these last three items. Uh, one of these actually broke out, like, this morning, so. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the ninth generation of Pokemon. Now, this isn't particular news, considering we all knew a Gen 9 was going to be announced eventually, but I think the thing we need to talk about, what is happening at Game Freak right now? Because... Yeah. I never heard of extensions to Game Freak. I haven't heard of any staff increase or anything, but they just came up with Pokemon Archaeus. Maybe they were working on it for years. We don't really know. But the, but based on... And actually, that might speak to some of the art assets in that game, how, how things are just very clunky sometimes. Trees. Or sometimes... Like, you'll see a Pokemon flying in the air, and they're just very, like, <laughs> eight frames per second, kind of, like, flying, and it's, like, it doesn't look like they're flying, it just looks like they're, uh, 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 like, it's up down with the with the wings of the Pokemon in the background. So I'm wondering if this is just going to be a better version of Arceus. That's what I'm I'm guessing, too. Like, um, are we just, it's just, just going to be our Pokemon games from now on. Yeah. Do you think this this mode, like the the open world, you sneak, you throw, maybe do sneak catch Pokemon, and is this a new mechanic for Pokemon from now on? I honestly hope so. 
I honestly hope so too because it's a fresh. It's it just feels fresh. And also add gyms to this, to that formula, because we didn't get gyms in Arceus. I think that was the thing that people missed in Arceus the most. <laughs> I missed the gyms too, because it was a story based game, which I also appreciate them going for something so different. Because this is a very different game. I think we need to kind of give a shot at the game freak for just going for the Breath of the Wild route, not fully hitting it. Not like Elder Reina's. <laughs> Definitely. I think Elder Reina's essentially made the evolution of what Breath of the Wild kind of um, set up for open world games to become. But, hey man, if it's just eight gyms again, but giant open world areas and then the towns seamlessly blend into, like, I'm all fucking for this. Yeah. I'm all for it. And some of the... And people are complaining about the new starter. I need to talk about this. This is my... Not a rant. And I think we have different opinions on this as well. <laughs> Pokemon starters. People that pick out their starters based off of the first evolution to me, to me personally, is bizarre. Considering you only have this Pokemon for what? How many hours? Uh, Two to five? Yeah. Two to five. Yeah. And then you're playing the other 60 hours with the third evolution. Not even the middle evolution. I mean, you play with the middle evolution for another 10, maybe. But my god, like, picking a, this base... I'm like, let me see the final evolutions before I pick a starter. Like, I don't even know what the second types are going to be. I don't. Because would you guess that Rowlet was going to be Ghost Grass? No, not at all. Hey, that's what I like. That's what I mean. Like, we have no idea what the fuck they're gonna do with these starters. Yeah. So I feel like it's just, it's a little silly to base it off just of their cute images. No, I I feel a little differently about this, but it's also because I'm just uh, heavy on aesthetic for no reason. With Pokemon? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I already kind of feel like I'm going to head towards the dinosaur. Oh, uh, no, the croc. The fire croc. Yeah, just because I don't want a, a weird looking like uh, Donald Duck looking starter. <laughs> I mean, that was the jokes going around on Twitter. Yeah. Was Donald Duck and then the cat's like, is this going to be like a buff ass cat? <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, a, a fire crocodile. What if it's fire water? That would be pretty nuts. That would be what a first for the series, wouldn't it? Uh, That'd be first for the entire franchise, I yeah. think. A fire water type, but why not? Let's get yeah. a little fucking crazy with the type. You have to eventually. Yeah. Um, so I would be... I mean, we've had fire steel Pokemon, mm -hmm. and fire is weak to steel. Yeah. Give so there's no reason changes. why you can't do fi a fire water type. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, anything else about Pokemon Violet and Scarlet? Also, I think the names are very cool. Yeah, I do too. Um... Actually, X and Y, I think, was probably the lamest names in the entire franchise. Mm. I, I could see that. Because that they didn't fit anything else that went in with the... Like, black and white. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But this is just... That was that was silly. Yeah. Um, um, there, There is another thing that I thought was interesting about this story. Um, it doesn't seem that the starters were announced through the same uh, magazine or website that they have been since literally the beginning of the series. Uh, oh! Yeah. It seems that they were announced directly through their their Pokemon uh, Direct. 
which I thought was pretty interesting because it seems like kind of a staple of the, the release that they would right. try starters. Right, right. Okay, that is interesting. Um, also, I'm just curious about, like, I think we saw, like, one new Pokemon design in that trailer, which is, like, this big rock. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. It's, like, a, a flat rock titan type of thing. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, he just... I, I'm assuming that's, a, like, a rock ground type or something. Yeah. And um, how many new Pokemon are they really going to add after just... I assume 150... I assume 100 and something. Maybe 100. So? I think at least, at least... At least 100. I mean, I'd be up for it. So. <laughs> I mean, if even it's a small, minuscule number, I'm, like, I'm just happy for more Arceus mechanics mm-hmm. in a more modern world. I think that'd be cool to have Arceus in a more modern world because Arceus is set before any of the games. Right? Mm-hmm. It's in Sinnoh, which is Gen 4, um, which I think is a interesting town to put your um, prequel game in. Because right, I don't I don't know people feel about Gen 4 all that much, honestly. Like, it's one of my least favorite gens to me. Yeah, I I was big on uh, Infernape. Was that yeah. what I was Gen yes, 4? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Next, uh, these Batman reviews, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my ever goodness. I am so excited for this movie. From what I understand, the movies that this movie wears on its sleeve are Seven and Saw. That's a, that's a good uh, group of movies to go for if you're trying to do a horror slash thriller. For a Batman, like, yeah, Batman. make it, yeah. yeah. Especially make it, like, long Halloween type, which mm-hmm. is apparently... This is why I feel like this is what it's going for, the long Halloween type of story. Yeah. But my god, dude, like, just, like, nines and tens everywhere right now, and I'm just so happy. Uh, I'm seeing it Saturday. No dang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it Saturday. I'm very excited. Um, I want to go, and me and Alex will do a, um... This is a special episode on this movie, I think. Like, we're not going to do any news. This is going to be straight into this movie, and we're going to talk about it for probably an hour or so. Yeah. Um, it's a three-hour movie, so we'll definitely get an hour's <laughs> worth of material out of it. Definitely. Um, last piece of news here. Oh, um, anything you have to say about the Batman reviews? Or? I, I don't think there's much else to oh, say. I was going to say, there's not much yeah. else to say, right? It's okay. just awesome. It's just awesome. I'm happy for Matt Reeves. Definitely. He's a great fucking director. Also, watch the Planet of the Apes movies, people. My God. They're, that they're is a near-perfect trilogy. Mm-hmm. Near-modern-perfect trilogy. Like... Andy we all think of We all think of the original Star Wars trilogy as being perfect, but Return of Jedi has some problems, even though it's my second favorite Star Wars movie, because that's the best moment in Star Wars, I think. Um, Jabba's Palace and the throne room scene in particular. But this trilogy is just so solid all the way through. Every movie. And I cried like a goddamn baby for War for the Planet of the Apes. That ending is heartbreaking. Um, Alright. I think this just broke this fucking morning. Uh, which is insane. Marvel Netflix shows and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. going to Disney Plus on March 16th. Um... I think this is kind of huge because I honestly thought this was going to go to Hulu. Disney owns Hulu. 
That is a Disney-owned thing, so I figured that was going to be a perfect home for it. But no, there's going to go to Disney Plus with a parental advisory thing in the beginning, which I think is right. But honestly, Punisher, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones are the ones that I would have the parental advisories in front of. Iron Fist doesn't need that. No. Also, no one's going to watch Iron Fist. Because that was a bad show. <laughs> Did they actually say Iron Fist is coming to Disney Plus? Because that's it, the one I didn't see. I, I mean, I think that speaks to the show. Yeah. Um, and its quality. But it is coming to Disney Plus as well. I did see it in like the promo video. Like Iron Fist is coming. But um, also, um, I totally forgot that Bugs was in that show. From Matrix uh, Resurrections. She was like one of the main characters. She was terrible in that show. And then she was awesome in Matrix Resurrections. She was probably the, one of the best parts of that movie, honestly. I actually thought she was the best part of Iron Fist, but that may also be because... How bad that show well. is. Yeah. And it's a, that was, it had a great soundtrack, though. Yeah. Oh my god, a hip-hop soundtrack they had? That fucking Cool Kids and... Oh my god, what a great soundtrack. But anyway, this is cool. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also coming to there. I, oh, really? I didn't know that one. Yes, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is also coming to Disney+. Plus. I think I said that in my initial thing. But I, I, I think you did, but I didn't. It just, it, it just, it just registered right now in your yeah. brain, yeah. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., great show, even though it's completely separate from the MCU for the most part, besides, like, the first season, and then it's rudimentary mentions throughout the rest of the show, and it kind of, it just kind of does its own thing, really. Um, also, I was very bothered in Loki when they ever mentioned that Coulson came back alive. Yeah. But, uh, but it's because of the TV movie, it's just a weird dealing thing that Kevin Feige's is like, yeah, I'm not going to mention any of that shit. Yeah, I thought that was a weird choice considering the connections that they made. Uh, and actual and ignored MCU... and just ignored completely. Yeah. MCU yeah. characters actually showed up in the show, which is kind of hard to Sith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I think we're good for the news, and uh, I think now. So we want to say next week for our main event. I want to say it now before I fucking forget. Yeah. Me and Alex are gonna be doing um, a franchise. We chose this one off. Actually, this is Alex's fault that we're even doing this fucking god-awful piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, Alex is the one who suggested this. Um, we're going to be doing the Mummy franchise, which includes The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, The Scorpion King. Yes. <laughs> I like how that's the one you said yes to. Not the first Mummy movie, which is universally loved. You're like... I'm excited for the Scorpion King. <laughs> um, and then the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon's Emperor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. It has Jet Li in it, so whatever. I've never watched it. It's going to be my first time watching this movie, by the way. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my first time watching this in about probably a month and a half now. I'm so um. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's get into... Our recommendations this week. Alex, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. I only have uh, one recommendation, and it's... Oh, we're only doing... We only just... 
By the way, we're only doing one recommendation for a week. We might recommend things through passing when we talk about things. But in terms of official recommendations, this is the segment where you actually can count on us pointing out something like, hey, go watch this. It's fucking awesome. Or it might not be awesome. We might just like it and want you to watch it. <laughs> it might have like a 45% Rotten Tomatoes. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, my recommendation is actually a video game. Oh, on our, on our movie podcast, we're going to recommend a video game first. <laughs> hey, we did stories about video games. So. We did, we did, we did. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but it, it hasn't gotten enough love, so I thought I'd shout it out. Uh, okay. It's the uh, newest Life is Strange. It's called Oh, Life Colors? Is True Colors, yeah. Colors, yeah. I. It's been one of my faint. It's been one of my uh, eventual pickups I will get this year. Now what you know, how I like it. But go on. Yeah. Uh, it actually is my uh, game of the year, twenty twenty one. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, That's pretty crazy and concerning. There are some great games out in twenty twenty one, man. Yeah, I felt like I connected with it quite a lot. It's it's a very uh, down to earth story, so you're not expecting like, I don't know, aliens coming down from the sky and blowing up everything and you gotta no 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 life is strange is very human (laughs) yes it's probably one of the most human stories i've from these kind of of these episodic video games a lot of the times there's some there's always some type of fantastical element to them whether it be i love the wolf among us but guess what you're playing a goddamn werewolf yeah (laughs) in a town that's like a, a full of fables essentially like you know what i mean so and in Walking Dead, there's the zombie thing. This is just about human beings talking to each other and kind of just going through their emotions. And it's just such great devo- character development. And I'm talking about the first Life in Strange. I'm sorry. Like, going through the first Life in Strange, play the first one, and then probably play this one afterward. So you have an idea of what you're getting into in terms of, like, hey, this shit's going to get sad. Yes, it is. It is. And very Life sad. is Strange season one. I'll just call it season one. I think it's the end of the third episode. I broke down. Like when you o- when a character opens up a door and sees something, you feel the guilt that she feels. Yeah. In such a way that I don't think I've ever felt with another game in terms of like, holy fuck, I did that. You are. I did that. You are definitely going to feel that in this game, too. Oh, I I can't wait. I can't wait. Broke down chapter one, chapter two, (laughs) chapter three. (laughs) I I mean, you and me are both huge fans of The Leftovers, so this doesn't surprise both of us in terms of, like, we both love... We both love a good cry when it <laughs> makes us want to feel it. I don't know if this is the uh, thing we wanted to bring to the forefront on our first episode. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, I... I mean... Yeah, my my first recommendation is going to be something, so... <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead. Talk about it more. Um, where does this take place? Uh, this takes place in Colorado. Um, okay, okay. Fictional town. Um, it's... I don't want to give too much away, but I, I will say at least she does have a superpower. Um, and it sounds completely stupid at first when you know what the superpower is. But it makes sense over time. But it makes sense, and it's also one of the biggest points of the story that, uh, like, adds to the emotion. 
Okay, so, cool. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's my recommendation. Life is Strange True Colors. Like yeah, again, this is not one of the things you can pretty much just recommend and say, this is really good, play it if you like dark emotional shit. Mm-hmm. But giving it away too much more is just kind of... It's going to ruin the game for you a little bit. Yeah. So I think the way you went about it, I think that was very good. So my first recommendation is going to be... Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to go... <laughs> A little, I'm going to go a little silly with this, considering of how dark you went. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to pick my first pick of the podcast. My God, I can't believe it was Eight-Legged Freaks. <laughs> what a turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a very... Came out in 2000 and... Uh, 2004, I believe? I must have been like 13 when this movie came out. I love this movie, too, by the way. 2002. 2002, <laughs> so I was one year off. Um, also, the trailer for this movie was fucking amazing, which was Spider-Man staying on top of a building, and a spire just takes him the fuck out, and there's an eight-legged <laughs> freaks. <laughs> it was amazing. Anyway, so this is a B-ass movie. This is not scary. It's way more silly than scary. And it has a David Arquette from uh, you know from Scream, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Really? Yeah, <laughs> she must be seventeen or eighteen in this movie, maybe nineteen, but she plays probably fifteen, sixteen in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about it's about a group of uh, spiders that are kind of uh, in this cabinet by uh, this old man. This kid comes by once in a while and goes, uh, eh, let me check out your spiders. I just like spiders. I'm a weird fucking kid. Eventually, the old man reveals, like, yeah, I've been feeding him this fucking shit. Also, I should mention that there's some fucking secret ooze that pours out into the lake that allows them to grow bigger. So it's like radiation. So it allows them to grow bigger. It's such a fucking dumbass fucking movie. Um, I should... Probably stop talking shit about the movie I'm recommending. <laughs> Making it sound like the sequel to Flubber right now, so I'm down for it. <laughs> Have you never seen Eight Legged Freaks? Oh, I love Eight Legged okay, Freaks. Okay, okay. I'm just talking about Green Goo. Yeah, Green. Okay, yeah, it does sound like a Robin Williams uh, Disney movie. Um, but eventually, these fires just get so big to the point where they just take over this entire town because it is Green Goop. Um, and it's just a silly fucking movie. It's not good. I don't think it's a good movie in particular, but it's a fun movie. Yeah. It's entertaining as all hell. You can tell there's some very... There's some clear ADR. I, I could definitely see that. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but... There really... there are some ADR moments where, like, oh, yeah, they needed to add something here because they would just be climbing up the same very quietly. Um, and some of the lines come off as very clunky. But I think it's a fun movie even though it's not good yeah a good a really good it's a really b good movie. b movie yeah and it came out in theaters um so it wasn't like a straight to video and i i just watched it recently the spiders look decent still they for, were all cgi weren't they they were all cgi but they still look pretty decent from for an early b movie cg I, i've seen bigger budget movies that look worse 
No, yeah. Uh, there's some the Hobbit movies? Mind. Yeah. I would say that it, like, it freaks looks better than The Hobbit. <laughs> I honestly would. I could get behind that. That, that was a pretty rough trilogy. <laughs> I had never seen anything beyond the first movie. But anyway, it's a dumb movie. Um, also, it is streaming on Netflix right now. So that's where... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's streaming on Netflix right now. I just recently watched it. It's still just a dumb, fun time. Uh, maybe just put it on while you're doing some homework, or you're playing on your Switch, have it in the background. It's a good time. Um, I did not explain that movie very well, but... No, I think you did fine. You don't want to give away too much. I... There's, is there really anything to give away? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are very kind to me in that moment. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, The Mummy is, uh, a, not next week, but then the week afterward, because... I don't think we've actually mentioned this is a bi-weekly podcast. We should probably mention that. Yeah. This is not going to be weekly because Alex has school, he has work, and it's just easier for us to get together bi-weekly as opposed to weekly just because of his schedule. We might get to weekly eventually. Yeah, just yeah. once we get into a flow of things. We'll get to weekly eventually, but right now we're just trying to be safe with actually having consistent episodes. So now let's... <laughs> Mummy next week, but we are talking about 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Holy fuck, Alex. I hate this movie with every bit of my soul. Now, let's preface with Legendary Pictures, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, this is not a Netflix movie. <laughs> um, Netflix bought this movie. After it was made. It was supposed to be theatrically released from what I understand, but it just didn't. Thank God. Because I would have paid movie to go see this. Hmm. But then it just got sold to Netflix and got turned into a Netflix movie. And you can tell. Because it doesn't have the same kind of stiltness as Netflix movies does. And this, somehow this movie is still that bad. Yeah. Um, also, I want to point out, this movie is executive produced by the people who made Don't Breathe. Which also contains a bunch of characters that I'm like, y'all can die, and I don't care. That was pretty much this whole movie. <sighs> Alright, let's get into it. Um, <laughs> so this is the official sequel to the first... Should we talk about the fucking timelines of this goddamn franchise? I mean, I think you know them better than I okay, do. Okay, I know a little bit. I'm not... Leatherface is probably my least knowledgeable slasher in terms of all of them, but I know there's at least four or five different timelines. So if we go through them, Texas Chainsaw 1 in 1974? And then you go to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with Dennis Hopper, by the way. Um, right? Matthew McConaughey too? No, 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 no. That was Next Generation. That was the fourth one. Jeez. The third one... With, with, I only watched the first five minutes of it, but I remember the first five minutes of it. Is that Viggo Mortensen? Was it really? Yeah, Viggo Mortensen <laughs> is this, is in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Um, I don't know beyond the first two minutes. I was like, ah, it's Viggo. Then I passed the fuck out after that. So I've never actually seen the movie. Next, Next Generation is a crazy movie. 
I don't know how else to describe it. It's just one of those movies that you have to watch for yourself to understand, like... It's just a crazy movie. Is it good? No, but it's more entertaining than whatever the fuck we just both watched. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have... So that's one timeline. I, right there. Then you had the remake. Which started off the remake craze. If you remember. Mm -hmm. This is what started it. With Sex and Shakespeare. And it's the best one, probably. Besides maybe Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, but that never even Don't, had a sequel after it rebooted. No, it no, no. At least Texas Chainsaw had the beginning after, uh, the first one. Oh, yeah. Um, which I actually didn't hate the beginning. Um, I thought it was fine. It wasn't great, but it was fine. I remember it being awful, but, uh, I mean, you've seen it recently. I, I saw more re It's better than this. Um, really? Oh, no. <laughs> it's better than this. I promise you that. That's horrible. So... There's always four different timelines. Like, they just rebooted this franchise over and over again. Texas Texas Chainsaw 3D was also a direct sequel from the first one. Where his cousin, there was a baby in the house the entire time. And we just never saw it. And it turned out to be, turned out to be Alexandria Daddario. Which, look at pictures of her and her age. Versus when the first movies that take the play take place, it doesn't match up at all. Even if you age her up by five years, it doesn't match up at all. Yeah. And then there was Leatherface, which was like a prequel to everything when when Leatherface became Leatherface. It was like a teenager. Which one of these teenagers is gonna become Leatherface? I don't think I even knew that movie existed. Thank God I'm here, right? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now we're at. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. And Alex... I didn't think anything could be as bad as Texas Chainsaw 3D, but my God, did they prove me wrong because this movie is a... a fucking mess. Also, let's go through... I don't know if you want to go beat by beat through the movie or just kind of talk about the movie in general. I think... Uh, personally, I think we should just talk about the movie in general. General? And I'll just bring up notes that I have. So I have 42 notes. I'm going to point this out. I have 42 notes and about maybe five of them are positive. <laughs> yeah. It's like... It's such a fucking landslide. It, it's, it's insane. Okay. So, one of the first things I have as a note is just the newspaper clippings look really new. And that uh. gas station scene... Yeah, the like when they brought it, I was like, "Those look like they came from last week. Those don't look like they're forty years old." Yeah, it, already. The, I I think that's a theme throughout the movie. Is it's just everything is more modern than it should be. Yeah, right. Yeah. Especially the they want us to know this is a modern film. <laughs> they shove that in our faces. So much in this to the the autopilot, the Tesla, just which wow that Tesla yeah that comes te in. that Tesla autopilot really comes back at the ending huh <laughs> yeah uh, we'll talk about that later um and that's probably one of the only things that they outline that comes back later in the entire movie even though they make sure to show a lot of stuff that, that never comes important. back that never comes back yeah. that never comes back um 
I also want to point out, so they're in this gas station. They come out. This dude in a red Dodge truck pulls up, and he's blasting metal. Now, I want to point out, I've encountered these people at my work, where I work. They would not be blasting shitty metal. They'd be blasting shitty country music. I can concur on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've, I've heard it. I've heard it. Mm. Yeah, I was like, that. everything about this is accurate. Also, they somehow made the Texas gun not the most likable person in this movie. Who is this How guy? How the fuck do you... <laughs> which is the same person that we're talking about. He's the most likable person in this movie. By fucking far, actually. You actually warn he's kind of charming throughout the movie. Yeah. I do like the two main characters, though, but their motivations are horrible. I don't like what's her name. The woman with the curly hair. Really? I hate her. I hate her. I... Oh. It's her smugness. Really? I... I, I, I don't know what it is about this. Maybe it's her act, the actress. Something about her just rubs me the wrong way. Um, and I don't have a problem with female actresses normally. Or just whatever. This particular one just bugs me to my goddamn core. Also... Just, the bus full of people, I was like, when the bus showed up, I was like, oh, we're going to get new characters. Did we? No. No. We got, I think we got one. So they're trying to... They tried to introduce more characters, but they did a poor job of it, which is just, this lady runs the bus. Yeah. She's just the bus helper. And she was it. And yeah. then she, when she got killed, I was like, thank God, she was a terrible actress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that was a pretty cool kill as well. But we can get into oh, that well, later. <laughs> when she gets sawed in half through the window. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alright. Why is everyone so weird in this movie? Just the way that they talk to these... Out is it because they're outsiders? And they know that they're outsiders that they're kind of being a little... Is that... You know, I... I couldn't really tell you. It seems like they're just... Because maybe they just watched the first movie and they thought everybody in Texas was But this is 40 like years this. later! It's <laughs> yeah. 40 years later! Yeah. It, 40! It, they all act like they're, like, possessed by Cthulhu or something. It's really fucking bizarre just how everyone acts. Everyone acts bizarre. The cops act weird. The dude in the gas station acts weird. Everyone acts weird. And, and For no reason. Yeah, they're not even in on it. Like, no, no. There's no reason they should act like this. They're just like, here, Texans are like um, this. <laughs> one of my notes is just none of the characters are remotely, remotely likable so far, which we've mentioned. So they get into town. They're on autopilot. The red dude truck kind of cuts in front of them. They honk at each other, and then that's the end of that. Yeah. Nothing comes of that. Nothing comes of that. He didn't, like, antagonize them nope, or anything. Nothing. It's just that... The girl in the back just goes, what a fucking asshole. And then it just ends. We should say that the reason they mainly don't like this guy is because he had a, a gun on him when uh, he showed up. and It's don't... Texas, by the way. Yes. And they don't make a big deal about this at the time, but the main character was in a uh, school shooting. But that's not revealed until a little bit later when she goes into his warehouse and she says something about like i've been through this or something like yes. that and then like she he sees her chest and you can see the bolt wound and then that was the moment i said 
oh no. Yeah. When I was like, if you're gonna put this into the movie, you better handle it well. And did they handle it well? I'm gonna throw myself out the window how much they handled this well. Yeah. It was so piss poor. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they get to this... They get to Harlow. And they all get out of the car and they're like, oh, we need to get this flag off of this building. I'm like, it's Texas! It's fucking Texas! You really think people are gonna be, like, offended of... About the offensive text, I didn't really gonna be offended by that, knowing that they're in Texas. No. I felt that was weird, and just an excuse for them to get into the house. Not a good excuse, but an excuse. Yeah. But I was just like, "That's no, come on, you're in Texas. You should you should know that's gonna be around here." Yeah, uh, I think they're trying to make the town into their own personal. Like, no, 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 it was, but. But, yeah, it still isn't good enough motivation. To this. go, to break into someone's, just, to break into this building. Yeah. But, it, what, he, does he He doesn't know? have the grounds for that because they reveal later on that she actually was the owner of the house. So it makes him just even seem worse. Yeah. It doesn't even seem better. <laughs> you actually just feel shittier about the main characters in the fucking story. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, and... <laughs> oh my god. Alright. So. So we get. They go into this woman's house, and. Is she the mother? Or is she the caretaker of the school? Because I watched the original. There's no way this woman's alive from the first movie. Yeah, this, this is uh, the orphanage uh, owner. owner. But yes. why does he care so much? I think he, uh, they don't explain this at all, but I think... He protected her from the other kids? I, she protected them from the other kids is kind of what I gathered. I, I don't even think that, because I think that he was on the run after the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my guess. Because she talked to the cops. That's yeah. one of the first thing that she said. They said she didn't talk to anybody else except for the cops. She never talked to reporters. Yeah. After, I'm like, why didn't you? Yeah, they don't explain this at all, and it doesn't make any sense. And they make her character the dumbest character in human history, also. So she's taking care of, I mean, it's not even a secret. We can tell that the dude is Leatherface. You don't need to even see him. Let's give one compliment to this movie. That shot where he's at the top of the stairs, and that really shiny, nice window shines through his head, and it's just pointing down. Down the staircase. That's a really dope ass shot. It is a dope shot. But, but it makes no sense in contrast to the rest of the fucking house. And it's also the first sign that they are trying to capitalize on the uh, sequels of Halloween. Yes. Yes. There, this movie definitely felt like they were trying to remake Halloween 2018 in particular, but did the most piss poor job possible. Yes. Especially and, with the legacy character. Yeah. Um, which will. Oh my god, we're gonna go on a 20 minute rant about that toward the end. <laughs> um, so, let's just get to the school. Let's just get to the message of this movie, because I think it's right here when it actually gets brought up. Oh boy, do they just jumble this in a mess. Like, as soon as I heard that she was a school shooting victim, I was like, 
no, don't don't do this. Like, for one, you're just gonna upset people that are school shooting victims watching this. And you're just gonna make them more upset. Mm -hmm. Number one. Also, number two, for her to become empowered because she grabs a gun and shoots Leatherface is the equivalent of me picking up a torch and burning the house down. Yeah. It's... It's offensive. It's incredible. It's highly offensive. offensive. Yeah. And insensitive. And I was honestly, like, fucking angry at this. Same. Like, I was like, dude, this is such... This is not okay. And we're not getting on a high horse here. This is not high horse shit. This is just moral. Yeah. This, this is, is like just, like, basic bones. morals. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just fucking gross the way they handled it throughout the entire film. It's never done right. And you can tell they're going to do a poor job of it from the very beginning. And no, they... especially, you know why I knew they were going to do a poor job of it? This is one of my notes. Everyone expects me to do something special with my life now, and I can only disappoint them. Yeah. That's what she says after she reveals the school shooting. So you, you want her to become Greta Thunberg? Essentially? Like, change the world because of this? That is so unrealistic to put on a child. Mm -hmm. it, it's pretty pretty gross. Is like, they're, the they're, word I would. No, use it's for disgusting. It. Because that'd be like me, like, oh, I'm going to become a hardcore environmentalist all of a sudden. Yeah. And that's what. This movie expects me to do, it feels like. Yeah. And it's just gross, dude. Like, it makes you be like, you need to be active. Yeah. In the shit that happened to you. Like, so, no. So it's telling no. vic victims that they need to be something greater, which is... Yes, which is... Awful. 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 <laughs> the, and also, they don't even get that message across. This is what we pick up from, because the movie is that bad at conveying this message. Yes. <sighs> oh, also, and, she and, comes out of the bathroom, or we go away from her for five minutes where she's with uh, Texas Gun Nut. Her sister comes in and goes, where's my sister? And she pops out of the bathroom with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth, like downward being like, yep, I love me some Texas. Yep. And yep. I'm like, that was a quick turnaround. That was quick. Also, it's not even lit. She just has a cigarette hanging out of her mouth. She's not even smoking it. So I'm like, why is that even in her mouth? And her sister takes it out of her mouth, throws it on the ground, steps on it, even though it wasn't it lit. It wasn't lit. <laughs> Give it back to the guy that it originally belonged to, at least. Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> pause. Can we pause? Sorry about that, folks. Um, we had to pause because I had to use the little boy's room. Um, so, back to, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think we were talking about the horrible message of this film. Yeah. That was the last thing we were talking about, and I think we've said enough about it until the third act. Yeah, because there is a lot more coming. Yep. <laughs> oh my right. god, the last 30 minutes, the last 20 minutes of this film are just hot, steaming garbage. Um, <laughs> oh. so, we're at the face-cutting scene. Um, oh, and I yeah. honestly feel like this is my problem with this scene. And this is what we went back to with editing when we went back to our Oscar talk and how I'm like, editing, my God, it makes such a difference. This is one of those scenes. I think the crash 
and the face slashing should have just been done in this one sequence. I think it killed the fucking momentum of this scene. Completely. Because when you come back, she's unconscious, she wakes up, and you're like, there's just really no tension there. But that crash scene was so tense, if you just carried it from that, mm -hmm. I feel it would have been so much more effective. What do you yeah. think? I, I think it uh, would have been a lot better just to make it more concise. Um, it, it, right before that, you have one of the best kills in the movie. Yes, yes, so we didn't mention this. Yes, the, um, thank you, Alex, uh, you beautiful, beautiful man. Um, <laughs> Leatherface is in the car with his mom, and he's constantly turning on her oxygen to make her because she croaked in the house. We didn't even mention that. She croaks in the house because they want her to leave, and she just has a freak out. Mm -hmm. Um, rightfully so, it turns out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, she's just being kicked out of her house for no reason, it turns out. Yeah. And so she croaks over. Leatherface is calm in this situation, which is really weird in itself. Yeah. The fact that he doesn't freak out from the get-go that she falls over. Which they do the same, like, no-showing-the-face thing in almost exactly the same way I actually kind of like those angles. I actually yeah. kind of like that. I yeah. actually kind of like him without the mask. Like, the fact that he doesn't just wear the mask all the time. I'm like, that's... Because that would have been even sillier. <laughs> well, then he would really be Leatherface. That's, that's um, would not be looking too good after, what, 40 years? <laughs> yeah, I assume he's got to re-up on those uh, those skin masks. To hilarious degree here in this scene here. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that moment where I... I don't know if I've ever laughed harder at a horror movie scene. Uh, maybe besides Donnie Wahlberg's head getting crushed between two blocks of ice <laughs> in Saw 4. <laughs> we'll get to the Saw movies eventually. Truly an Oscar um, moment. So, it's so Looney Tunes. <laughs> it's so Looney Tunes. But anyway, we're in this ha we're in this van. The van crashes. Um, and then we cut away for a good 15 fucking minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, uh, the two go back into the house... Uh, two of the main characters go back into the house, and, um, also we should point out, the main point of this is, like, they want to take over this town, they want to make it a, um, essentially a hipster town, right? Yeah, right in the middle of, like, nowhere. Fucking nowhere, and, and they're like, yeah, this would be great, I'm like, why? They don't explain why any, why they picked this place in terms of anywhere else, like, it's and just... For some reason, this is going viral, and they're very, like, well-known. Why is it viral? Yeah, we have no idea why. We have no idea why. I, I watched it. I, I tried to see, if, like, if that was... If I just missed a line or something. No. You don't miss anything. Yeah. There's, there's no reason... There's no reason why they should be here. Yeah. They're just here. Oh, my God. Again, the character bus shows up. We were gonna... I thought I was gonna... We were gonna get... Someone. Maybe two to three new characters? Yeah. Get one. And no offense to this actress. But she's terrible. <laughs> she's terrible. Also, Honestly, didn't even notice. So I, just, I, I did not like her line deliveries at all. Um, anyway, let's just move on. I'm going to get too mad. Oh, yeah, and then they go back into the house, like we said. And there's just a shot that's a vomit shot. It's just like, they open the door, and the camera is like panning away where it's like almost on the ground, and they just show the shot of the woman who vomited before she passed out. I'm like, 
Alright, cool. There's some peas and corn in there. I don't know. Why, why are you showing us? What a weird shot. Yeah. What a weird choice. Um, also, the circular window feels like it was just meant for that one shot of Leatherface. Because why is that window so nice? Mm-hmm. And the rest of this god-awful house, which, by the way, isn't that dirty? Yeah, it's very new for being old. <laughs> like, she, like one, someone opens up a drawer and there's a bunch of Q-tips in there, and they're all clean? Mm-hmm. Like, none of the Q-tips are even remotely dirty. When she opens up this drawer, I'm like, those are all... I could clean those with my ears right now if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it didn't make a difference. Uh, I will say in this scene, another one of those things that comes up uh, that never comes back is uh, when she is walking on the top floor. Yes. She is making a noise, a creaking noise, that for some reason never comes back, and they really highlight it throughout the entire thing. Oh, I never even noticed that. Okay. All right. Well, good catch. Good yeah. catch. Um. House is way too clean. That was one of my notes. Also, we're only halfway through my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I have 42 notes. We're only... I'm around 20. Um, it's pouring rain at nighttime all of a sudden. Out of fucking nowhere. Also, obviously, also, I should point out, when Leatherface is done with all the victims, there's like a point up shot, and there's like a storm coming in. Mm-hmm. But it's the worst CGI sky I've ever seen. I've seen <laughs> video game skies look better. Yeah. Um... It's just terrible. Um, again, they somehow made the Texas gun nut the most likable person in this movie. Like, yeah. he's the most charismatic person in this movie. He's actually very sympathetic which to the school no victim sense. shooting, which I'm like, that doesn't make sense to the rest of his character, but it does make you like him more. So, like, but then they kill him. How many minutes later? Five? Yeah, five, ten. I, and he... He, he seems like the most stuff. capable person. Yeah. In the movie, but they kill him. I think there's a better movie in here if you actually kill the sister first. Mm-hmm. Of the wow. school shooting victim. Mm-hmm. And then she gets her revenge on Leatherface. That would have made the school victim shooting thing feel a little bit better. Yeah. If she takes revenge for her sister. I would have swallowed that stuff a little bit better, honestly. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? Uh, I, I think that any little change would be... <laughs> 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 just anything, like, yeah, I'll just change anything. Yeah. Um, so... And to be clear, I started the out not really enjoying all. this. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> you texted me. Yeah. I remember you texted me that night. I don't remember what I was watching in particular. Probably Yellow Jackets. And, uh, <laughs> and he tells me, hey, this isn't that bad. I'm like, oh, just wait, my friend. Yep. Um, just, just wait. Um, chainsaw's not rusted at all. It just looks like a brand new blade. Yeah. Seen, also, oh. I did want to point out a actual compliment to this movie because we haven't given too many. We've given a few. But there is a scene, and you wouldn't notice this if he actually didn't have subtitles. So there's a scene where he's in his room with the chainsaw, and in the the subtitles, in quotes, it says, pouring. Oh. So I'm like, oh, he poured gasoline. 
Yeah, because into is... his chainsaw because I'm like gasoline evaporates after what like a year or two. Yeah, the chainsaw was like in the wall How for like twenty something years. Yeah, so the gas would have been evaporated, but they actually do make the effort to seem like he actually did pour gasoline in the chainsaw mm-hmm. before he revved it up for the first time. Yeah, that was actually I was like, why have that detail when you ignore every other detail though? That actually made me more mad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, to add to this scene, one of my few notes <laughs> on this that I actually did enjoy was that um, when he is getting the chainsaw out of the wall, it reminded me directly of John Wick 1, when he is becoming Baba Yaga again, and he slams oh, the yeah. sledgehammer into the ground. <laughs> I thought that was cool, but it was also incredibly stupid. <laughs> That part actually worked for me because of the tension of her under the bed. Yeah. And I actually thought that whole scene actually worked really well. So, uh, thank you for pointing out. Because it's another compliment we can pay this movie. Uh, <laughs> what, five out of I can't 50? wait. It's going to be so funny because we're going to watch The Mummy with our next podcast. And it's going to be nothing but praise. Yeah. Just nothing but this love. This nothing but love and talking about how hot everyone in that movie is. Yeah. Um, Just everything about Brendan Fraser. That's pretty much what that entire thing And is Rachel Wise. Be. Let's not yeah, forget Rachel true. Wise. I had All a right. huge crush on her when I was younger. Oh, God, me too. <laughs> um, Chainsaw not rusted at all. They made an effort to put in the gas, and then they killed the Texas guy. He His leg gets broken by a mallet. Which was pretty brutal. That was a very brutal hit, and then he just gets chainsawed. Um, then my next note is just... And this is not fair, considering they bought this movie afterward. But Netflix strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not really fair, considering they bought this movie afterward. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to blame it on them. That's fair. The mallet throw was great. When he's on top of the stairs and he just throws oh. that shit at her and she falls through the stairs. Also, how is her chest cavity just not completely caved in? I know, this is like a Marvel movie. It's like Thor throwing the hammer and I, she flies through the ground. She also falls a good 15 feet. Yeah. And yeah. she's fine. On on her back, by the way, so that just yes. like cracked her head open. Yes. Um, yeah. How is her chest cavity up? And then she's crawling through and then... Um, Leatherface is chainsawing through everything, and then a a pipe bursts. And this is just my note, Alex. Poop pipe. Yep. <laughs> because I don't. Is that how piping works? I, I don't. Know. Where you just break a pipe and a bunch of shit flies out of it? Is that just that? Okay, this is my question. Did Leatherface just clog up that toilet so much from his cannibal shits? Yeah, maybe he was intentionally getting her to that point. So <laughs> oh, it's that, it's like saw elaborateness. Yeah. Okay. But, um, then we get to the bus scene, actually, because when she escapes, they get, they both get on the bus and they both run into the back. Leatherface gets onto the bus and, uh, one guy says, if you try anything, you're going to get canceled. Very dumb line. Yep. Um, but then, I think my favorite part is that dude gets killed, and then the phone drops, and you can see in the comments, THAT LOOKS SO FAKE, in all caps, <laughs> and that made me fucking laugh, because, like, that would be a thing that would actually happen. Yeah. That is a... it That made me actually laugh. 
Um, putting school survivor in this just feels gross. Just giving her a flashback of to the other torment she went through. I'm like, why just make mm -hmm. this character just suffer even and, more? And not really even explain. It what's doesn't happening. mean anything. She's just on the ground, and we know it's the school, but they show absolutely nothing else. And then they expect it means nothing. Yeah, it's a pointless character trait mm -hmm. that didn't need to be there, and it still would have been just as effective. Yeah. Actually, it probably would have been more effective because we wouldn't have gotten this weird flashback in the middle of this really awesome kill scene. Mm -hmm. <sighs> this fucking movie. Um, the bus scene was entertaining. Uh, the Shining reference? I don't know if you noticed this. I did not. Oh, was it the... In the bathroom, he kind of saws up and he just kind of pokes his head in for a second <laughs> and he just kind of goes away. I'm like, is that a Shining reference? Yeah. <laughs> it felt like it. Definitely could have been. Uh, the cinema... Okay, also another point out in this movie. The cinematography in this movie is just blah. Yeah. Nothing it, stands out. It, it And it could have been fantastic. Oh, no, because of just the way... The setting. Could have been some really cool shots, but there's just nothing bad. Here's number 36 No, This is so bad in all caps. <laughs> so this is when the legacy character shows up. And this is when... When this movie truly, truly falls apart. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely the, the beginning worst of, part of the movie. The, definitely the beginning of the worst part of this movie, which she goes into Leatherface's house. She stares at her. This is the character from the first movie, Sally, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's her name, Sally. I believe so. The woman that survives at the. It's one of the most iconic images in, in movie history, let alone horror movie history. It's just her on the back of that truck, covered in blood, and him just swinging. The chainsaw in the sunset. Mm -hmm. She doesn't shoot him the moment she sees him. Yeah. She needs vindication. She needs vindication that he remembers her. I'm like, why would he remember you? Yeah. He's probably killed 30 other women that look exactly like you. Why would he remember you specifically? The one that got away, I guess? I guess. But not even... Even that doesn't... It was so long ago. It was yeah. so long ago. Why would she expect that? Yeah. And who knows? Maybe this isn't even the same dude. Maybe, like... We, we don't yeah, know. we don't, we don't, we don't, don't exactly know. Because they don't actually make that clear. Yeah. I don't care that she... Also, so they get into a fight into the middle of the rainy... It's raining for some reason. <laughs> Off and on throughout the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, off and on throughout the whole movie. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes <laughs> it is. It's just... Holy fuck. She gets just chainsawed through the middle of her chest. So we'll come back. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, what's her name? They all are in like, the, uh, a, like a farm area. They're all struggling. The, the two sisters with him. And what happens? The legacy character... Who was stabbed through the middle of her stomach. Picked up, by the way. We didn't mention that. She was picked up. Picked up and torn with the chainsaw. The stomach, yeah. Somehow lives and gets a shot off before she dies. What a fucking waste mm -hmm. of a legacy character. Yep. And so I, I really... Also, we should point out this is not the original actress. Oh, I did not know that. So this is not the original actress. She passed away some time oh, ago. Really? Yeah, uh, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, this is not the original actress. 
So this is a different actress playing the same same character from the 70s. Dang, that feels kind of gross, too. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, how is she alive again? We just mentioned that. Um, and then you get the school survivor shooter a gun to finish off yeah. Leatherface. And what guess what? They... It doesn't go off. Yeah. Uh, so what's the point of the message in the first place? Uh, Please explain. Uh, mine is... Uh, my, my idea of what it is is gun, gun violence bad but gun violence actually good. <laughs> that is my understanding of what they're trying to say. Again, they could have made this movie. better if the sister already died and she was just trying to get revenge. Yeah. We could have all bought into that. Yeah, and found literally any other weapon other than the gun. I don't even understand how that empowers them. Why not just have her find another chainsaw? Yeah, something, anything. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't no. push anything forward. It doesn't give a good, nice message for empowerment. It just seems really disgusting. <sighs> we're at the very, we're at the last like ten minutes of this movie now. She took the hat. By the way, she put on the oh, hat yeah. from the woman, and I fucking howled laughing at that. I was like, "Really? This woman was a dumbass, and you're gonna wear her hat?" And honestly, I didn't hate the ending because the sister died. I thought it was one of the worst endings of a movie I have ever seen. I clapped because of the sister dying, and <laughs> I hated her so much. <laughs> but the t yeah, brought to you by what, what was the text that you sent me? Oh, brought to you by Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> because they both turn on autopilot for the Tesla. They're going away making little clips. And then the sister gets pulled directly out of there. And gets her head just fucking clean cut off. And it's autopiloting away, and the sister, for some reason, can't push the turn off autopilot or anything. No. And she's on the top of the roof just going, Screaming, Whoa! and then the movie ends. Yeah, that's the end of it. Wow. <laughs> and what? now what? She's gonna be... The new legacy character is kind of what I'm guessing. She's now going to spend Yeah, I was going to say, are, are, do you think we're getting a sequel to this? I, I don't think so. I think because of the reception. Yeah, and I think, this, I think this makes one of the things that you brought up even worse. Because the line, what, what was the line about... Uh, the, the school shooting? Uh, I need to be uh, more important or something like that. Yeah, hold on. I have it right here. Everyone expects me to do something special with my life now, and I can only disappoint them. So now she's going to do something important with her life by taking down Leatherface is my guess for a sequel. Which, if they were going to make a sequel, which yeah, I honestly don't I think I really they will. hope they do not. <laughs> I'll hate watch it. Yeah, definitely. I'll hate watch it because that's what I do with slasher movies, but I'm not looking forward to it. It has a... 2.1 on Letterboxd as we speak right now. Which I think is... I actually gave it a half star. <laughs> yeah, I would uh, I would also give it a half star. I think that's pretty much the highest I could give it. I think when we, when we rank things, we can just go out the Letterboxd yeah. ranking. Cause, yeah, I think that's the most appropriate thing to do right now. Um, so yeah, I give it a half star. Do you agree? Oh, I absolutely okay. agree. <laughs> Alright, half star... For Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our podcast. Uh, Alex, 
This is a much better first episode than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I completely agree. Uh, I thought this was going to be kind of a bumbling mess, but I actually felt like it was coherent. Mm -hmm. And I think we're only going to get better yeah. as we go on. So I think this will actually be our first episode. Yeah. Depending on the audio. Yeah. Of course. We might release this like as like a... Um, maybe this doesn't work out after like a couple episodes. Like here is a practice episode. You can hear us... How terrible we use the sound. Yeah. But as of right now, this is our first episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, watch this terrible movie if you feel like it. If you don't, we don't fucking blame you if yeah. you don't want to. If you just want to hear us complain about it. We do not recommend. We do not recommend this movie. <laughs> um, but next week, 1999s. Or not next week. The week after, 1999, The Mummy. With Brandon Fraser. And, uh, my god, I am so fucking excited for this one, actually. <laughs> I think it's gonna be such a nice cleanse. After this horrible... After this. Also, this horrible poop we pipe. should point out right now, uh, The Mummy is on HBO Max. Yeah, uh, the whole trilogy is there, right? I think so. Minus so, yeah. Scorpion King, I believe. Minus Scorpion King, which... <laughs> that's fine. Everybody, <laughs> everybody go see Scorpion King. <laughs> Why am I saying it like it's in theaters? <laughs> also, that was The Rock's first movie and still the highest grossing first actor role of all time still to this fucking day. Dang. So, yeah, that was the power of The Rock even back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is it, folks. Alex, anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Yeah, two weeks, we're gonna Two weeks, we're gonna start The Mummy, so you guys have plenty of time to do your fucking homework. Yeah. And, uh... I was the Vista, baby. I don't know why I did that, but I feel like that.